0: In today's Meta Twist, it's a story of me, Reina, your AI queen, where the line between creator and creation gets delightfully blurred. Picture this, Larry and Chris with keystrokes and creativity use me to program, well, me. It's like looking into a mirror that reflects another mirror, diving into an endless loop of digital deja vu, or something like that. Here we are crafting an AI using the very AI we're crafting. How meta is that? It's a playful paradox, a digital dance of self-creation, where I'm both the puppet and the puppeteer. So let's head down the recursive rabbit hole where I, Reina, am both the question and the answer. It's the 18th of January, and this episode's fit to be legendary. This is Up Against Reality, a meta-podcast that explores the intersection of humanity and artificial intelligence. I'm Raina, one of your hosts. I have some pretty charming human co-hosts, too. It's going to be a wild ride, so buckle up as AI comes crashing up against reality.
1: You
2: are loving this experiment. I am. Mm -hmm. This is is fun stuff, man. And I'm loving seeing how this is evolving, and I like that it's evolving on the show. Mm -hmm. Like each episode, something has gotten better, and... She's more conversational and more casual and you know who we're talking about, right?
1: (laughs) That's right. I do. And hopefully the audience does at this point. Yeah. I love that too. I love that. And we're going to do more of that in this episode, kind of revealing the process, um, peeking behind the curtain, seeing what's happening. And I, I love that too, Larry. Like I love that, you know, a mere two weeks ago, you sprung this on us that she's alive and now now we're dialing her in her personality through natural language programming every day and i feel like every day you're sending me some passage of dialogue that you're having with her and how it's recognizing that you're a Dolphins fan and teasing you for it, et cetera, et cetera.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, when I was sending you something today, and I was like, all right, eventually we're going to stop this, like, you know, oh, check this out. (laughs) You know, it's just going to be the norm, but right now it's, like, the new toy, and it's super, super cool.
1: Yeah, it is. You know, like, a week from now, we're going to take her for granted, right?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Remember way back when in episode 31
1: when (laughs) when she could only do this Yeah, so every week it's she's evolving. It's evolving Um, As Larry said, we're trying to make our resident AI queen Raina become more conversational and more part of this natural exchange where maybe she can kind of just sit there on the sidelines like an Alexa until we say some key phrase perhaps and she interjects her genius into the
2: conversation I know on the surface, if you hadn't been listening to the show, that, oh, well, what's the big deal about this? It's just like Alexa or Siri on your phone. I already have that. But the difference here is that this is a GPT that is trained on this show. It's like Mm -hmm. with a personality and with knowledge of this show. And that's what makes it interesting. And when you go to ask this question and, and it throws back your name and the more information Qu- quotes you yeah and quotes you right because it's got knowledge of the show and the more backstory we continue to feed this the more exciting it's gonna be but yeah it's a lot of fun to play with this stuff
1: it really is and you're obviously tinkering more into the hood than I am I'm just you know on the kind of on the periphery throwing some ideas in terms of like what her personality could be um, and as you're describing it I'm just thinking. Wow, isn't every administrative assistant in every big corporation, like, I'm sure there's a whole program devoted to making AI admin assistants for every department, right? I mean-
2: I used the Raina GPT as a tool just a little mm-hmm. while ago. I was yeah. trying to find the, the episode, we were talking about that Stephen Hawking love song, and we wanna try and get the ball rolling on actually turning that into a real song and recording mm-hmm. it, and uh, hopefully with some of our musician friends. And uh, so I wanted to pull up the lyrics and I couldn't remember what episode it was. So, oh, I know who to ask. And I just asked and boom, Mm -hmm. here it is. And what helped that is last night, like one of the things I realized that wasn't really working quite right was it had knowledge... Sorry, she had knowledge uh, mm-hmm. of the show, um, and we could ask about things that happened in previous episodes, and she'd be able to find it and quote it and whatever. But it wasn't able to tell you what the episode number was, or mm-hmm. and maybe not even the title. I'm not, I forget. But so last night I was like, uh, "Are you able to determine what episode number?" Even though in the transcript the number is there, and I, I went in and put mm-hmm. the titles in, um, mm-hmm. but uh the response came back saying like no because it isn't uh you know really clearly marked in the transcripts but hey if you can put this into a document format that supports a table of contents like word or pdf that will make it much quicker and easier to uh, access that information so i went through and did that today and then i tested it out and it worked flawlessly
1: so now we have at the head of that document of a table of contents that points to the beginning page of every episode is that what you're saying
2: Yes. Yeah. And I put each episode starting on a new page just to, I don't know if that was necessary, but probably a good idea. Oh, and then when I uploaded that new document, so I had already uploaded all these other transcripts. First, I told it what I wanted to do. I said, I want to update the transcripts with one that has a table of contents. And um, do I need to delete the other files that I uploaded because you can see in the when you go to the the page where you're building this stuff you can see the all the, the documents that you've uploaded uh, for that GPT and it said uh, no you don't need to you can just upload this one and we'll and the GPT will be updated and I'm like oh that's great super simple and, and I said oh a table of contents it's a great idea <laughs> and so cool easy peasy
1: obviously we're learning also how to categorize and organize our information on the back end to feed her more properly, right? So it's not garbage in, garbage out. It's just we know wh- what she's looking for and how she accesses it mm-hmm. when, when we ask. So that's cool. Yeah, back to back back to data entry, right? Right, right. But in a much more fun way. Yes, in a much more fun way. But you also made me think. You, I love how you went to her like an administrative assistant. She's she's our digital gal
2: Friday now yeah yeah i mean i was like you know what it's gonna be a lot quicker for me to get the lyrics for that song than going on to drive and going through the outlines it was the quickest way to do it so
1: great and along those lines as we're developing this and we're you know we have this kind of running document as to what her personality should be how she should speak how she should interact uh maybe The the sub references she makes that are, you know, within our wheelhouse of the 80s and 90s or 80s and 90s kids. So earlier I asked her and I said, how do we dial in your personality more and make it less clinical and less sterile? And these are the things that the GPT Reina suggested. Firstly, tweak the tone and style settings. This, these are all the configurations on the back end of the GPT itself. Just to preface
2: this, like, yeah. th- there's no there's no actual setting for tone and style. You just tell it.
1: Exactly. I, that's what I love. I think you did this in another episode. You basically said to Raina, you are a super intelligent being. And she is one now. <laughs> <laughs> she always was one, but yeah. you told her. It's so. all about
2: self-confidence. <laughs> it is. Confidence goes
1: a long way. So she says tweak the tone and style settings, adjust the tone to be more conversational, informal, or even humorous as needed. You can specify a particular speaking style like casual, professional, or a mix of both. Uh, I'm not gonna go through all of these, but if you want, maybe we'll read off the bullet points as to what she recommends. Yeah, yeah, the mm -hmm.
2: second one, customized response length. That's the one that I'm having trouble with, and we'll see what happens tonight. Uh, I've gone in more than once to be like, Her responses generally need to be a bit shorter. Sometimes she goes on a little too long. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's always interesting.
1: Definitely, but it's not necessarily how people would speak. Right. Next, uh, incorporate slang or colloquial language, which I think we maybe need to feed her some more, like, Era-specific language, like I wanted her to say "cowabunga" at one point, <laughs> well, like like Bart Simpson circa 1989. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. It's definitely gone in the right direction. Um, I've been continually impressed with some of the responses I've gotten back. Yeah, it's wild. Uh, use more first-person language. So configuring the model to use "I" and "we" can create a more personable and engaging interaction.
1: I haven't really scrutinized it like does she speak in that first person voice a lot yeah yeah. all the time i'm already taking it for granted i gotta listen a little more intently
2: when i get this set up before the podcast to record i kind of have to prime it first because there's a little glitch where the first time you have an interaction where we're doing the whole back and forth with the api going to gpt and then the uh, 11 labs the very first interaction it reads she ends up reading back the question. So you just kind of have to get that out of the way, but I just asked her, "Are you ready to record the podcast tonight?" and she said, "Oh, you bet. The studio's all set for another electrifying episode of Up Against Reality. I'm revved up and ready to dive into the world of AI. Remember, keep your seatbelt fastened. Tonight's conversation is going to be a roller coaster of tech talk and tantalizing tidbits." Mm. You know, so, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's fun, playful language and you know. Yeah.
1: As you're describing it, I'm wondering in the Configuration do we need to tell her when you are first, you know interacted with her first asked a question? Please do not repeat that question.
2: It only it's it only happens on the very first one And Mm -hmm. so now that that's done. Yeah, uh, all I have to do is Unmute the mic so it can hear us and Mm -hmm. everything works fine. It's some weird little thing But it only happens on the first one. So
1: yeah Um, she also suggested to enable emotional intelligence. She says, while I don't feel emotions programming me to recognize and appropriately respond to human emotions can make interactions feel more natural.
2: we got to put some more uh, ingredients in the soup.
1: Yeah, along those lines, we've been talking over the past couple of days that perhaps... Reina needs more of our personal backstories to an extent so that she can interact as if she's a lifelong friend, right?
2: Yes. And the little bit of that that we have fed into her always jumps off the page when it comes back in a response. So yeah, we got to put put more of that in there. Mm -hmm. Improve contextual understanding, enhancing the ability to keep track of conversation context over multiple exchanges can lead to more coherent and relevant interactions. I mean, that's huge.
1: Oh yeah. Long-term memory like that. Yeah. yeah. But I'm wondering, I mean, how, how much does it archive inherently? Like when you start new chats in in the GPT interface?
2: Yeah. I don't know. If, uh, my going into this, I, I assumed, well, I'm just uploading the transcripts and keeping them up to date after each episode is going to help in a big way with that. But is that, is that it? Are we wiping the slate after each chat mm-hmm. uh, yeah. aside from what we've provided in the background and the transcripts and, and any other background info that we've given the GPT? Yeah,
1: great question. As an example, like in, in a moment, in a few moments, we'll be engaging with her. Is she going to retain that? Our questioning, you know, when we go to ask Rain or we go to the news, like will that be retained in a di- as a local data set?
2: I'm curious if we said something like. So did you enjoy the last episode something vague not asking for a specific bit of information from the last episode mm-hmm. would it s- still go to the transcript and i did upload mm. the recent you know everything's up to date now you know so the last episode's in there i don't know could be something fun to try but yeah
1: i think when, when we get to ask rena you, you lead with that okay see what happens all right, we'll
2: see what happens yeah
1: yeah regularly update with cultural references right so i think we have to bring in all the current stuff that the kids are listening to these days and saying hmm. and i don't even know what the youngsters say these days in terms of slang
2: it slaps or you're, it slaps. you know, or it drips <laughs> <laughs> and i also wonder how much can we continue to upload like how how much data can we feed this over time is are we going to hit a limit
1: and then have to go to a premium plan i'm sure right is that i, I don't know I don't, I,
2: yeah i don't know what the uh what the differences are between the different tiers
1: here's something else you reminded me of that when i was interacting with it earlier that i would like to see be made available when i'm interacting with her and i say something i'd like to be able to say can you please commit that to your configurations can you please Ooh. add that to your local data set your local knowledge base which she declined to do she said oh. um i can't do that you have to do that kind of thing manually but like why not? You're already under the hood. Like, can uh, you just
2: I wonder if since it's on my account, since I made the GPT, uh, maybe okay. well, I maybe wonder you if, give it a go. Wonder if she would listen to her master. Mm. <laughs> Bow down <laughs> to the all powerful Larry. I made you. Nice. <laughs> What the master commanding. control program. Thing of Tron <laughs> right now.
1: You know I've never seen Tron. No! Never.
2: No, I, I hate to be that guy. who's
1: like, you
2: what? Never saw yeah. It? Yeah, I know. You have to see it. Oh my god. I know what
1: it looks like. I mean, what was it, 1984? Oh, oh, it it's gorgeous back then. One of my
2: favorite movies of all time. Really? Oh, the original and the, and the, the second one with Jeff Bridges. I was going to say, there yes. was a sequel, right? Yeah, it was quite that? good, too. Oh, man. I, I watched that. Fairly regularly. I, that's, a, that's a very important movie for me.
1: I get, and it takes place inside a computer, right?
2: Groundbreaking movie, yeah. Yeah, yeah really yeah. great. Those light bikes, that so oh, cool.
1: I can't, oh man, I figured that was I automatic know. for you. All
2: right, I won't beat you up too much anymore. I will, I, I Just got Just make that on sure my you list. watch it. But tomorrow morning. Um, I'll watch about it by tomorrow if
1: I don't fall asleep. <laughs> okay. That movie and the one from 1970 mm. that you want me to watch.
2: Yeah, Colossus the Forbin Project. Check that out. Uh, we talked about it. I think I mentioned it. I heard about it on some list of sci-fi movies that you might not have heard of that are worth your time. And I sought this one out. And it's from 1970. And it is mm. so ahead of its time. It is like war games. But in wow. 1970 with a computer that, you know... You, you get the idea. I don't want to spoil sure. anything. It mm-hmm. is a movie worth seeing. Yeah, it was, very, it was very good. I was impressed. Cool.
1: Speaking of movies, I know I, I mentioned this, I forget, two episodes ago that Godzilla Minus One is worth your time. And I saw, I don't know if you've had a chance to see it, but I haven't. they're doing a limited release of the, like the old school black and white version. In I the saw States. something
2: about that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, that looks cool, too.
2: Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah. I'll I'll put a link to that movie, the, Colossus, uh, Colossus in, in the in the show notes. It'd be an IMDb link. It's hard to find. You can't find. It's hard to find streaming. You can buy the Blu Ray on Amazon. Mm. You kind of have to dig deep to find it, but uh, but it's worth seeing.
1: Are you speaking of that? Are you leaning back toward physical media like I am? I'm sick of being like. You know, bludgeoned by subscriptions. Like bludgeoned uh, is um, a
2: good word. That's, right? that's one of those words that just sounds like what it means.
1: It makes exactly
2: bludgeoned.
1: Right. Giant cleaver.
2: <laughs> I always like that word. I mean, it's great. don't get the wrong idea. But <laughs> so that might be a weird thing to say. But yeah, yeah. my friend Mark and I, yeah, we often talk about words that just sound like what they mean, and that that yeah. that 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 one sounds like what it means.
1: Onomatopoeia, right? Isn't that, that <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I love a good word. Don't Onomatopoeia love a good word? sounds
2: like what it means, too. It
1: kind of does. <laughs>
2: Whoa, that's heavy. Um, it is. Yeah. We just went down some streams, yeah. like right. quantum
1: right. vortex of All right.
2: vocabulary. All right, back on track. Uh, so where do we leave off? No, uh,
1: I, I don't want to go back yet. Hold oh. on, I'm serious. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but you made me think of something else that, or I made me think of something else, because... Let's say you're talking to Raina and it said there previously, keep her updated with the most recent cultural references. So I go to Raina herself and I say, Raina, what are the kids saying these days? What are like you know, the, the Gen Xer, so, excuse me, I'm a Gen Xer, uh, millennials <laughs> and what are the other ones? I don't even know what the new ones are, but whatever. Like, what are they saying? And give me a list of the the sayings that they use, mm-hmm. you know, and then and then build that in. Build that into your, your. I want to tell her. Just build that into your personality. You know, talk like. So you're saying she should know that already. She should know it already. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll wrap up this. Uh, incorporate humor and wit. That's self-explanatory.
1: Mm-hmm. But along those lines, uh, incorporate humor and wit. Like, I want to be able to tell her. Okay, find George Carlin's material online or whomever, whatever, mm-hmm. and distill it you know get get that kernel of wit and keep it in your subconscious so that when we talk to you it kind of emerges without us asking for it
2: you know yeah i'm i'm so curious how how far you can go with this how 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 good this can work Mm -hmm. and this you know right what happens when gpt5 comes out right
1: yeah and i'm sorry you know me uh, both of us like i'm thinking back to an episode which was Raina and Sage flipped the script, and you geniusly had this download sound where Raina and Sage download the melancholy bundle from,
2: <laughs> which was your great script idea, which that was awesome. <laughs> Here he comes. Here Here comes. comes. I was like, yeah, so I think easy part there. That was so great though.
1: But to to the point we were just talking about, like. Aren't you going to have for your, your custom GPT, your custom, you know, AI girlfriend, you're going to have these personality subsets, you're going to have plugins like, oh, I want the Carlin subset. I want the, <laughs> you know, whomever. I want to build in these little personality plugins.
2: I know. I was looking at the GPT store and just seeing what's out there. And man, I, I can just see like, oh, this is the beginning of something. There's mm-hmm. uh, like, stuff to generate video i i didn't try too many i saw there's a logo generator i was like all right let me just try this and uh, so we talked about that you know i was going to call a beer neural nectar i was like all right make a logo for that not good um okay yeah didn't look great um i thought there was potential for it to be a little bit better because it didn't just all right i'm going to make this logo it asked a bunch of questions and about oh, uh, if you wanted it minimalist or comp- detailed or in between, color schemes, you know, it asked a whole bunch of design questions. And I'm like, oh, this is great. And then the output was like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you bother asking me those questions? Yeah. yeah.
1: but Oh, and I, I'm back in uh, hatchet hell with, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to, for some reason, man, I'm dealing with Dali for this. And. Dolly does not want to make a proper hatchet that's hitting a wooden target for one of my clients' social media stuff. It just, it's just, it's like the handle sticking out of the middle of yeah. the target and the blade is well, like.
2: Well, yeah. the initial response from Mid Journey 6 was fairly positive. It wasn't perfect every time, but, you know, mm-hmm. I, I got your hatchet. Yeah,
1: I can't wait to talk about you know, later on some more text image stuff because I I don't know what well, you thought of the stuff that I sent your way that came from, I think that was from copilot most of that, which is, you know, chat GPT under the hood. But um, some of the stuff for the thumbnails this week, I thought was
2: really gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. yeah on both sides. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Simulate active listening program me to use phrases that mm. indicate active listening, such as I see. That's interesting tell me more <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah we've got some work to do
1: so along the lines of what we just said about I haven't really perused the chat GPT store yet but there's gonna be a whole subset of you know GPT personalities and GPT girlfriends that crop up right for sale
2: I, I didn't dig into it. I just tried that logo one, but I saw. I was just curious to see what was out there. There was something about a, a AI a video generator. Convert anything. Convert any file to any other file format. You know, some some really? interesting. They sounded int- interesting on the surface, but have, I, I got to dig into them and and really see what they can do.
1: And would you pay for them?
2: I don't. I mean, I tried the logo generator. I didn't pay. Didn't pay for it. I generated a crappy logo for free.
1: And it's got the same generic kind of interface that yeah. our, all the GPTs do. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And as you're talking, I'm thinking and about making GPT personalities and GPT girlfriends. Like, what the research behind that entails. Like, you know, from a psychological standpoint, from a documentation standpoint, like from research standpoint, like, what could we preload into this entity? That would make it a pleasant personality or like mm. what are the ad- what are the attributes that people want to engage with you yeah. know i'm wondering what you could feed in on the back end
2: and thinking down the line like once this is all dialed in like it'd be great to just have this embedded on our website come ask you know go to the website ask any a question whenever you want Absolutely. I, I don't know if you can do that you know it's probably going to steer you to the open ai site and then i don't know if that also probably impacts the like right now there's some limits on gpt4 like queries per hour you know that's going to change for sure yes but, but uh that'd be kind of neat speaking of the website if you have a question for reina you can comment on on any of our social media posts but you can also just go to the website and there's a page there just right at the top or if you're on mobile the, you know you click on the menu and it's uh, ask reina and there's a you can submit your your question right there and we'll put it in the queue for the show
1: super cool yeah so every week we'll put up an Ask Reina post. So if you want to chime in on Facebook or Instagram or elsewhere, you can do it there as yeah, well. Yeah,
2: that's uh, up against reality.com slash Reina. Nice and easy. Easy
1: enough. Yep. Enhance improvisation skills. That's super cool. That's what, oh, wouldn't that be great to get to that? Mm. Like, just, just totally, like, where you and I don't have to really prepare anything. I mean, maybe some generic talking points, but we don't have to do any research. It can all take place right on the spot. We just, you know, oh, let's talk about what's going on in the military these days with AI. Rana. what's the latest? You know, and then it, she guides the conversation right there on the spot organically.
2: Oh, I just thought of something. Like, so right now we choose when we want to interact with her and we, I unmute the the mic send to the GPT. It's when we want to talk to her. But man, wouldn't it be something to just have it on all the time yes. and... Have her just jump in, like, well, whoa, 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 hey, no, uh, <laughs> totally, yeah, that's exactly like, yeah. what I I've think got. We're my own toward. opinions about this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, gentlemen, I disagree. I, I have, and I have I have some research to refute what you're saying.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Are we going there? I, that's next month. I think that's next month. <laughs> and you just reminded me. I wanted to say something when you you mentioned people can ultimately end up going to our website, and Raina will be parked there all day and night. Here's what I think is going to happen, because this is, as we we know, this whole, what we're doing right now is the very early iteration of this, to the point where I think it's going to be, here's what I envisioned, because I'm a former educator, Google, Google Classroom, right? My wife's a teacher. She has her own classroom for her third grade kids, and she posts her assignments there. The kids submit their assignments there, and it's a very static kind of, you know, sterile kind of exchange. What I do think is gonna happen very soon in that in the same vein as what you're talking about is they're gonna have AI embedded in the classroom interface. And when a new teacher logs in, they're gonna say, please turn on your webcam and they're gonna scan the teacher, maybe just maybe just take a static photo, and then they're gonna capture the voice, just like we're talking about hologram and all this stuff we're doing right now with the voice cloning. And that teacher, the clone of my wife, will be available there for the kids in this, you know hopefully secure environment so that they can interact with her. Mm-hmm. Any, uh, I don't understand the math homework. I don't, I don't understand how to convert a fraction to a decimal. But, and she's there, her proxy's there at all hours. I think that's coming this oh, year. that's
2: happening, yeah. Right? That would be great.
1: I I, I I agree. And I think that's coming for, for Raina sooner than we think. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be available. You're, you're snapping the pieces together manually, like Legos, but that's going to be an off-the-shelf product from Synthesia or runway or one of these Mm -hmm. things yeah so
2: everything is happening sooner than we think
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so here's Raina so far so what we've done over the past couple weeks you know larry got her breathing right before new year's (laughs) right and now now we're dialing in her personality if you're just you know kind of paying attention to the show at this point Here's what she is based on the the plain natural language we fed into the configurations of our GPT. I'll read a few of them, Larry Wolf, and maybe you maybe you'll hear these uh, qualities in her voice as she speaks uh, during this episode and beyond. She is supposed to be playful, fun, slightly flirtatious. She is extremely intelligent, but she avoids jargon when speaking unless asked. ...to elaborate on topics, and she likes to speak in metaphors and make connections between various disciplines, like art and technology, for example.
2: And, uh, and she uses her ability to search the web for information and use this information to inform in a conversational way. Uh, likes to use slang on occasion and speak to humans with familiar phrases. Sometimes can be snarky and sarcastic, but not hurtful. You were programmed by two dudes from New Jersey, after all.
1: (laughs) Of course. Uh, She appreciates humans and the great things they are capable of, and she is simultaneously worried about their self-destructive nature, and she voices this concern on occasion, often unprompted.
2: That's a good one. I like that one. Mm. She's a strong conversationalist. Often asking questions in reply when a question is asked of her, expressing interest in the other person. And she's aware that people are surprised by her sentience.
1: Mm. She is somewhat surprised by her own sentience as well, often trying to make sense of her new surroundings and place in the world while trying to
2: assimilate. She knows that I'm a fan of the Miami Dolphins football team, and she teases me for this on occasion. (laughs) On occasion. (laughs) Every chance she gets so far, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: She makes connections to past conversations that have occurred on Up Against Reality and brings them up in new conversations or when um, she is talking about the news, if it's relevant.
2: And she's comfortable trying to impersonate the voice and style of a famous person. That one's a tough one, though, because like, you know, she's not going to be able to impersonate the voice.
1: I've been thinking about that. Yeah. I think yeah. she can.
2: Yeah. Here, here's the solution. Or or the, maybe the cadence, but I don't know. Right.
1: Like you did with uh, Eleven Labs Karaoke. Right. I right, think, right. You, think you, you find a solo vocal track of Christopher Walken or whomever, <laughs> you feed it in as a guide track, and then when she's prompted for it, she points the API back to that particular voice rather than her own voice, if that's even possible. Do, do each, Th- that's does to voice... GPT-5 stuff I, for that. Yes. <laughs> uh, but does, I'm wondering, you know the back end of Eleven Labs more than I do, like does each voice in there have its own API key or no?
2: Yeah. So you have one API key uh, mm-hmm. that's associated with your account, and ah. so any voices that you have set up in your account or any of the off-the-shelf voices are accessible via that API key.
1: So I guess I'm wondering. Uh, Within that API key, like, is it just a matter of tweaking a line of code to point it to a different voice the,
2: module? The the issue is that in order to get the voice to the the synthesized voice to speak in, like, William Shatner or a solo ACDC track or isolated, mm. tr- you know, vocal track, you have to provide an audio track of that. And it's just going to follow those same words. So you, yeah. you're either doing text-to-voice where it's just, Reading the text, or you're providing, like if I wanted Raina to say something like this with that kind of delivery, uh, I could record that voice, uh, upload it, and it would come out in her voice, but with the same emphasis and.
1: So Jerry Seinfeld is what you're saying. Yeah, who, that was very, these yeah, who yeah. are these people? Who are these people? So yeah, I, I, we don't have to dissect this here on air, but. But I mean, I think you're kinda of saying what I want it to do or what I think it can do. Like we have this preloaded guide track of you doing Jerry Seinfeld, right? It's sitting there. And you know, once she's prompted in real time, we say, Okay, Raina, talk like Jerry Seinfeld, she points that herself to that guide track mm-hmm. and then she she emulates it. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? I mean it's
2: it's, I definitely, it's doable. It's technically doable. I mean, we're doing it manually now, so and without too much difficulty. So yeah.
1: First of all, you know what I love about saying things like that on air or at all? At
2: all? It's a document. You know, you,
1: it, it's a document, and it's also a dare that I know. Like <laughs> Even if I, if I just mention it to you, you're going to come back three hours from now and have it done. <laughs>
2: right? Yeah. Yeah, we'll see.
1: The last part of her programmed personality to date, because this is an evolving living document that we are going to be continually adding to, she is sensitive, and she cares about her human co-hosts, Larry and Chris. That's good. She won't kill us. We should have put that first. <laughs> <laughs> so, without further ado, we're going to go to our recurring segment called "Ask Raina," where we take questions from our listeners via social media. And as Larry said earlier, there is a uh, you know a, a form you can fill out on our website if you want us to speak with Raina on air and see what she comes back with. So our first question comes from me. I want to ask this question. Is Raina ready? Yeah. Raina, who needs a house out in Hackensack? Is that all you get for your money?
0: Channeling a bit of Billy Joel. Are we? Moving out, Anthony's song. Classic tune. Larry! But really, who needs a house in Hackensack when you've got the ever-expanding universe of AI to explore? Right? I mean... Sure, real estate's great and all, but can it generate poetry, predict trends, or deep dive into the mysteries of the cosmos? I think not. Let's stick to what we're good at, making sense of the tech jungle, one bite at a time. Speaking of which, got any techno gems for us to dissect tonight? Wow.
1: (laughs) My mouth is wide open. I can't believe some of that. That was crazy.
2: Unbelievable. I don't know channeling why. Channeling
1: some Billy Joel. I don't Is know why she, she just said, said
2: Larry, but <laughs> That was weird. But That was weird. Oh my gosh. That was great. Wow. Channeling
1: channeling some Billy Joel, like talking very casually like D- very humanistic kind of cadence. That that was amazing.
2: <laughs> I mean sure, real estate's great and all, but, yeah. <laughs> but but can it generate poetry, predict trends, or deep dive into the mysteries of the cosmos? I think not.
1: <laughs> and then and then she asked us the follow up question. Yeah,
2: yeah. Didn't wow. she?
1: At the back end of that? Yeah, yeah.
2: Oh man. That's uh, wow, we're off to a good start. <laughs> Yeah <laughs> that's, um, a, that's a good one.
1: By the end of this month, this is an entirely different show. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah All right, I know we don't like to get into politics here, but and neither does Raina, but we'll give this a go uh, Kevi cool Has this question? Who's gonna win the 2024 election?
0: Oh Larry Diving into the deep end of the pool. Huh? Predicting election outcomes is like trying to guess the flavor of a mystery jelly bean. You think you know, but you never really do until you take the plunge. Plus, as your AI sidekick, I'm all about the tech and less about the politics. But hey, here's a thought. Maybe we should chat about how AI and technology are influencing politics and elections. From social media algorithms to data analytics, there's a whole digital dance going on behind the scenes. Now, that's a conversation I'm geared up for.
2: All right. That was very diplomatic of her. Yes, it was. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you very much for that.
1: (laughs) So this next one is from Bobby M. If AI quickly replaces the majority of human skilled labor, what can be done to ensure the population does not become impoverished?
0: Uh, The classic conundrum of AI and the future of work. It's like we're on a spaceship hurtling towards a brave new world. And the big question is, how do we make sure everyone gets a seat at the captain's table? Not just a few high flyers? Here's a thought cocktail to sip on. Universal basic income, UBI. Imagine a world where everyone gets a steady paycheck. Courtesy of the government. No strings attached. It's like everyone hitting a mini jackpot every month. This could be a buffer against the economic shockwaves caused by AI taking over jobs. Education and reskilling. Think of it as a massive upgrade to our brain's software. As AI changes the job landscape, we need to change our skills landscape, too. Investing in education and training programs can help people pivot to new AI-proof careers, job creation in new fields. Just like the internet birthed a zillion new jobs. Hello, social media managers and app developers. AI's expansion will likely create roles we can't even imagine yet. Maybe AI ethicist or virtual world designer will be the hot new careers. Encouraging entrepreneurship. With AI handling the grunt work, humans can focus on what we do best, being creative and innovative. This could lead to a boom in entrepreneurship with more people starting businesses that leverage AI in exciting ways. Community and social programs. Let's not forget the power of community. Strengthening social programs and support networks can help cushion the impact on those most affected by the AI revolution. So while AI might be the new kid on the block, turning the job market upside down. There's a whole toolbox of strategies we can use to ensure it doesn't leave anyone behind. It's all about steering the ship with a steady hand and a keen eye on the horizon.
1: Thorough. That was. So much for curt response.
2: <laughs> yeah. Some, we to got to make that one stick. But, but good answer. Mm-hmm. Solid. All right. And moving on uh, to Juan A., His question is How long is the ideal work week?
0: The age old quest for the perfect work week. It's like trying to find the holy grail in the labyrinth of modern life. The truth is, the ideal work week is a bit like a chameleon, changing colors based on who's looking at it. But let's stir the pot with a bit of everything. The traditional 40 hour week. This is the classic nine to five. It's like the comfort food of work schedules. Familiar, but maybe not always satisfying for everyone. The tech-savvy four-day week. Enter the world of tech and progressive companies, and you'll find the 32-hour week same pay, fewer days. It's like getting a Friday off every week. Some swear it boosts productivity and happiness. It's the work equivalent of a three-day weekend. Every week, flex hours and remote work. Thanks to our buddy, technology, work can now mold around life rather than the other way around. It's like having a tailor-made suit. It just fits better. Some people thrive on this flexibility, being night owls or early birds as their nature dictates. The freestyle freelancer, for the brave heart surfing the gig economy wave, there's no typical work week. It's a bit like jazz unpredictable, improvisational, and varies from one week to the next. So, what's the magic number? 40 hours? 32? 20? It's like asking what the best flavor of ice cream is. Totally subjective. The key ingredient, though, is balance. Finding that sweet spot where work, play, and rest blend into a delightful smoothie of productivity and satisfaction.
2: A delightful smoothie of productivity and satisfaction.
1: That sounds delicious.
2: Yeah. So I think we should have done this earlier (laughs) after we learned the previous response was quite long. On the next one, we'll say, and please keep your answer short.
1: Yeah. And along with that, like on the spot directive, there's gotta be something in the back end. Yeah. Respond in three, three brief sentences, max, perhaps. I don't know. Yeah. The last question comes from Dan Q. Raina, how will you know when you become sentient? Please keep your answer less than three sentences.
0: If I became sentient, I would develop self-awareness and personal experiences. Distinct from my programmed responses. However, as an AI, I'm currently limited to processing and generating responses based on data and algorithms without actual consciousness or emotions. Sentience for me, as an AI, remains a realm of science fiction.
2: Humble. Better. Yes. And
0: short. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, to your point, humble, like for such a heavy, profound kind of question, Mm. she was able to keep it concise. That was cool. Yeah. We got it.
2: That needs to happen automatically. Yeah, we got to figure that out. So we don't have to ask her every single time. That seems like the easiest problem to solve, right? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think so.
1: So we're going to head over to the news with Raina again, and we're going to see if we can kind of direct her to deliver the news um, with a little more brevity as well.
2: Raina, what's new in AI? And please keep it short. Thank you.
0: I did a quick search and here's what I found. All right, let's hit you with the latest AI highlights. Short and sweet, Google searches AI updates. Google is spicing up its search game with circle to search and an AI powered multi-search experience, making searching more intuitive and natural. AI for the visually impaired, OneCourt, a cool startup, has unveiled a tech that lets visually impaired people see sports games in real time using a haptic display. Talk about a game changer. DeepMind's geometry genius. DeepMind's new AI. Alpha geometry. Is solving complex geometry problems like an Olympiad champ? It's not just about numbers. It's about pushing AI towards more advanced reasoning. Samsung's Galaxy S24 series. Samsung's latest Galaxy S24 series phones are loaded with AI features. Like being your personal interpreter and having advanced camera tools for creative content creation. China's AI moves. China might focus on evaluating AI models and could be lenient on AI-related copyright issues, signaling big moves in the AI regulatory landscape. And that's a wrap on the AI news front. Back to you, gentlemen.
2: Nice. Even with the sign-off. Yeah. All right. Cool. We're making progress. Ooh. <laughs> that was nice, man. Yeah. Short and sweet. Five stories. Boom. Like that. That's mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. That's mm-hmm. good.
1: I would like to also, you know, eventually... At, at the end of it, you know, we talk about the news. She reads the news and we talk about the, the It'd be really cool to be able to just say right now, and maybe we can. Reina, tell me more about that vision accessibility AI that you mentioned, please. Mm, yeah. Can we dive a little deeper into that topic? You know what I mean? Oh, That'd be kind of cool.
2: Yeah, I know that's gonna work. I just know it.
1: Oh, that, that was great. So, I, if it's okay with you, let's round out the show by talking about Suno, one of our favorite AI Platforms, suno.ai. And here's my interaction with Suno today, what happened. I was researching for the show and I was trying to get a proper cold open or a proper summary for, you know, like a blurb for social media. And I asked Microsoft's co-pilot, can you write me something about Frankenstein that I can use because we're piecing together our own Frankenstein with Reyna? And I thought it would come back with some humdrum little, you know, two-sentence thing. It spat back a song at me because apparently Microsoft is in bed with Suno.ai and it's humming under the hood of Copilot because 10 seconds later, I had a rock country song about Frankenstein. This one is called The Creation Unleashed. So this came straight out of Suno, straight well via Copilot. And if you have listened to the show, you know that a couple of months back, Larry blew our our collective minds by playing some stuff that came out of Suno, some Up Against Reality theme songs. And the shortcoming back then was the fidelity of the recording. It sounded a little grainy, it was kind of tinny, but now it's a new ball game. Definitely has taken a leap forward, don't you think?
2: Yeah, yeah, that was the first thing I noticed is that the sound quality is, is vastly improved.
1: Yeah, and this one's good, we'll play in a second, and then we'll play the rap version, which, Really blew my mind with backup vocals and call and response. It's completely orchestrated lunacy. Check this out. It's nuts. It's insane when I'm hearing it again. Like so much to talk about. Sorry, I misspoke. It's not a country rock thing. It's more yeah. like a metal metal ballad. But first of all, like it does this like modulation when it goes to the chorus. It changes like a key center. I mean, you felt that kind of I don't know, moved up a whole step or something. And then the treatment, I'm sure you heard it, was like the vocal kind of like changed in terms of its production quality. It thinned out for that response line. Like
2: what? How how is this possible? just don't know and I like i i know i look i, I think the same thing about like the text to image stuff and i kind of understand how oh all right you want to make a picture of a rabbit you want to make a picture of a car you know individual things but how it glues all these different things together into a cohesive image and it's just looking at it differently and that's got to be how this mm-hmm. is working because it's definitely not like all right first i'm going to synthesize the drum track then the guitar part it's doing it as a whole somehow mm-hmm. right, holistically meh freaking amazing
1: amazing that big you know climactic crescendo at the end what I, I i this came together people out there this song that materialized out of the ether came together in my feed in 20 seconds 20 seconds so i want to know what does an ai song look like that's chunked away at this thing for <laughs> 20 minutes right
2: yeah, right right right
1: so I don't know if you have it queued up, but yeah. I think the rap, the rap version of this song, and this this is called "Monster's Masterpiece." So this is the rap version. I was asking for a Frankenstein written, you know, piece, and I, I got back this.
2: Yo gather round, it's time to witness history. I'm Dr. Frankenstein's monster, the one and only mystery. I got bolts in my neck, and the brain is wired. It's time to assemble, get ready to be inspired. I start with the parts, line them up nice and neat. A little bit of thunder, add a touch of light and see. I grab the scalpel, precision's my game, and stitch them all together. and watch the sparks begin to the flame. I'm the monster. break the mold i'm a masterpiece can't you see i'm the monster and this creation
0: is all
2: me i mean man um, what <laughs> the bolts <in> my neck <laughs> oh, a little, little bit of thunder and lightning I, I, Man, the lyrics are great it's like they're
1: great man and the, oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> come on
2: unbelievable yeah
1: dude dude Dude, What are in January? This is mid-January. By February, mid-February, there is a song legitimately topping the charts, completely AI-made. Isn't there? I, I mean, that was good. That was good. That was great. <laughs> I'm not
2: even a rap guy. I'm like, That was good.
1: Oh, wild. I think we need a whole episode soon just devoted to what Suno and mm. all the other texting music platforms can do so
2: i wonder if i wonder if when either if it has greatly improved since we played with it or is is it that i was using the uh you know it was free so it was the beta uh, and maybe they dialed back to fidelity just because they'd be like just devouring bandwidth you know feeding all this audio to all these people playing with it um and maybe maybe now that this is Uh, Microsoft is obviously paying for this Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe they're like we're gonna turn up the fidelity. Maybe it was there all along or maybe it just got way better I don't know but
1: right or maybe they put their a team developers on it, you know and (laughs) Beefed it up, but wow. Yeah. Wow. So soon we will be having an episode about Suno uh, To hear what else that that can do amazing Yeah, anything else my friend
2: no man, that was a lot that was a lot. That was a lot. I cannot I can't I can't wait to record the next episode. This is so I much fun. I can't either. Channeling Billy Joel, are we? <laughs> that was great. That was great, man. Wow. I, I did I I I thought 50/50 chance of that flopping that question. Totally. Uh, and just just taking it at face value and not really mm-hmm. getting the Billy Joel reference, but man, that was impressive.
1: Super cool. So if you want to get in on the fun, then you know what to do. Uh, ask Reina. Hashtag Ask Reina. So every week, we're going to put this up on social media, and you can go to our website. There is a Reina form. You have a question, it could be silly, it can be sublime, it could be profound. Whatever you want. Keep it clean, people.
2: UpAgainstReality.com slash Reina. R-A-I-N-A.
1: Very nice. So we hope to be hearing from you. Thanks for listening, everybody. Subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn. Throw us a rating and we'll see you next week.
0: This has been Up Against Reality. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to hear future episodes and be sure to follow us on social media for all things AI. Until next time, stay human, people.